Hey everybody, this is Della Ren. You're listening to Spirituality Unpacked, the show where we understand ourselves and each other better by getting out of our heads and freeing ourselves to live lives we love. Hey folks, it's Della. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. Happy Monday. It has been a while. I did take a week off and uh, sort of tried to tried to sort myself out. I'm not sure how far I got, but I think I'm better off than I was before. Um, I needed to figure out exactly what was happening and this new energy that I found myself in. Um, But today what I wanted to do was actually talk about this idea of blowing things out of proportion. Do you ever do that? (laughs) And what happens when you do that? What goes on? So let's, let's talk about it a little bit because it's human. Humans do those things. We like to blow things out of proportion. So, but what's, what's the mechanic behind that? What's, what's actually happening there, right? So, so an experience happens, right? That we're either directly involved in or that we watch, right? In front of us, it plays out, right? So we've got, we've got the theater going on out here. Something happens and we lose our minds, right? It, it triggers something in us. We, we have a moment, we turn into a volcano and we blow up, we, we, we have that, that experience and the whole thing just goes way, way, blows way up and goes way out of proportion. It's crazy, right? So what went on there? The first part of it was probably unconscious, okay? Something was triggered. You didn't even get a thought in before you blew up, right? The chaos happened and then. So the first part was completely unconscious. Something was triggered. You're not even aware of what yet. Didn't even really get a thought in. You didn't get the chance to actually even even take a breath before you were like going nuts. Okay. But then what? So our job is that after things happen, we need to come back to ourselves. We need to come back to the couch, the chair, the the meditation space. We need to come back to we need to go back to the park. We need to we need to go back to our space. We need to come back to ourselves and we need to center. We need to chill, really, right? And then we need to figure out what caused me to blow up. Why did I do that thing? What caused that? Not what the other person did, but what caused me to lose my marbles? And it's not, we're not telling stories here of blame, shame, victimization, and guilt. It's not that person said this or that person did that. It's what was my trigger? What was the thing that happened in my past somewhere that got pushed? What was that thing? No stories. What was the thing? It doesn't matter what they said. What was the thing? Where was that experience? If you can find the experience, that's fine. If it's just a general idea, that's okay too. But that's where you start. What button was pushed? And it's nobody's fault that they pushed a button. The button is your responsibility, 
right? Nobody's fault that they pushed the button. They probably didn't. They may or may not have even known the button was there. Doesn't matter if they did or didn't. Doesn't matter if they pushed it intentionally or not. The button is yours and it's your job to deal with it. It is not the other person's job to tiptoe around it. It doesn't matter whether they're aware of it or not. Okay? So you figure out what that button was. What, what's the hot button? What is that? Why is it there? Now you have some work to do. Once you figure out the trigger, you have work you have to do because you cannot allow yourself to continue to act like that when that button gets pushed. You can't stay in that space. This is how we take responsibility for our own behaviors, folks. This is what it means. Every experience we have that we react to badly, doesn't matter how badly, every experience we have that we don't do well in, and quite frankly, even the ones that we do well in, we need to be able to sit back down and say, okay, what was that? If you want to find the truth in your life, then you have to be willing to acknowledge and accept everything that happens in your life. And you have to be willing to understand what those things are doing, why they're happening. Right? And it's not generally about the other people, right? Now, if they're messed up, if they've got their own stuff and chances are they do, that's okay. So if you need to acknowledge other people, then you just acknowledge that other people are messed up. That's all. You just, we're just acknowledging that other people have their pain. They're throwing their snowballs around. You get to decide what's yours and what's not. And you get to decide what to do with that stuff. You don't have to take any of that on. Again, if it's not their job to tiptoe around your triggers, it's not your job to tiptoe around theirs either. It works both ways, right? Okay, so what are you doing with that trigger? You're looking for the story. What's the story I'm telling myself about why this thing is here? Is that true? It's probably not. You've probably held on to it for years. It probably isn't true. It probably, you're probably in some form of blame, shame, guilt, or victimization. There's no reason to be there. Drop the story. Drop the story. Now what's left? What did you pick up? You picked up a souvenir. You picked up a souvenir that said something about you weren't good enough, you didn't deserve, you couldn't have, you shouldn't do, whatever it was, you picked up that souvenir and you held it and that's yours. Okay, souvenir, well you don't need that anymore, it's a dust collector. So how are you going to get rid of it? What are you going to do with that, right? You can't give yourself a lobotomy, so you can't, you know, erase the memory from your brain. It's going to be there. And the memory, chances are, if you continue to think about it, when you bring it up, it will cause pain. But it shouldn't turn you into a volcano. Right? So remember that the, the, the extra stuff, the, the over-the-top things, right, are showing you additional pain. Your job is to figure out what the additional pain is so that you can 
heal it so that you don't do that all the time. That's your job. That's your goal. All blowing things out of proportion is, is taking something that happened and making it into a bigger deal than it needs to be. So why do we do that? Why does that happen? Mostly because we're just telling a better story. We're telling a better story. We're telling a story that has more blame, shame, guilt, and victimization in it. And because that story has so much extra stuff in it, right? It's causing you additional pain. It doesn't have to. Blame, shame, guilt, and victimization are never, ever, ever true. They're never true. Those are always stories and it's your job to figure out what the truth is. The truth can be that the other person is in pain. That's okay. And that they threw snowballs. That's okay. The truth can be that you picked up a whole bunch of souvenirs from some experience that you're holding on to. That's good truth. And then your job is to figure out what to do with the souvenirs that you picked up. Your job is not to figure out what to do about the other person's pain. Your job is not to figure out why they threw those snowballs. Your job is not to collect the snowballs. Your job is not to make a snowman out of the snowballs. Your job is not to do anything except to leave that stuff where it is. The only thing that you got to worry about is your own bucket full of stuff. You have to sort out what's yours and what's not. And when the souvenirs that you're carrying are starting to cause you to react in volcanic ways, you have work to do. You need to center yourself. You need to meditate or stop yourself and actually turn on your logical brain and figure out what the heck that was. Where did that come from? What version of myself needs a hug here? Right. Because whatever the experience was that they triggered, whatever the, the wound was that was triggered, needs some attention. You're going to have to give that piece of you some attention and you're going to have to accept that that piece of you exists. Because part of this is being able to own your own behavior. So when you lose your mind, you need to be able to say, you know what? I lost it. I did that. You need to be okay with that. You have to accept it. It just is. You don't have to be proud of your behavior. You don't have to like your behavior. But you have to accept your behavior. Acceptance means you don't argue with it. 
Because as long as you're arguing with it and you say, well, if they hadn't have done this, then I wouldn't have done that. And you go into that mode, right? Which is just blame. When you get out of that and when you're just willing to accept, you know what? I'm responsible for my own behavior, whether I do it unconsciously or consciously. And the way I get control over the unconscious behaviors, the things that happen when I don't necessarily get a thought in, is to heal the old pain and trauma that I carry around with me. Because as you begin to, care, to heal the old pain and trauma that you carry around, you will ultimately be able to get a thought in. You will start to recognize the trigger. You'll see it. And that's the point. You want to see the trigger. The only way you recognize the trigger is by actually sitting down and figuring out what the trigger was logically. Then those kinds of behaviors, the unconscious ones where you just lose your, lose your mind for no reason, those behaviors start to fall away. Those big buttons that you're hanging on to slowly go away. They slowly disappear. They stop working. And then you don't react that way anymore. But you have to take responsibility for your own behavior. And that means accepting it. Not saying if they hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have done that. But simply accepting that I did a thing. And then your power is in the present. Because now you have a choice. Now you get to decide what to do differently moving forward. Can you, do you have the ability, and this is going to be totally scenario dependent, do you have the ability to apologize for crappy behavior? Is that something that's possible in this particular scenario for you? Maybe or maybe not. May not be. Depends on what happened. Right? But at a minimum, if you can't directly atone for behavior with other people because of whatever, right? That's okay. If you can't directly do that, you still have the ability to change the pattern within yourself so that you don't keep reacting that way. That is your power from where you are. And that is the point of doing this work, ultimately. If you can go back and apologize for things and fix things that way, if you can go back and do a little bit of that, right? What basically amounts to damage control, right? Owning your own behavior, coming back to other people, fessing up, right? Having an honest conversation. If you can do that, if, if it, that works for you, fine, then do it. You should do it. But if those things don't work, then the best you're going to be able to do is make sure that you don't act like that again. By understanding where those triggers are, healing them and not allowing them to continue. This is how I live my life, gang. This, this is how I live my life. Every single conversation I have with 
of any importance with any human being outside of me, I do this for. And it's not, am I doing it right? It's, what's the truth? It's what's the truth. I check myself for my own triggers, for my own behaviors, for my own unconscious responses. I check myself every single time with every conversation, every experience I have 100% of the time, all day, every day. It's like looking for ticks after a walk in the forest. I do it every single time. Because that is how I learn the truth in my life. That is how I begin to understand what experiences are for and what they're trying to show me. It is how I keep myself out of stories of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. It is why I've been able to remove worry, doubt, and fear from my life. Because I'm willing to do this for myself 100% of the time without fail. And it serves me really, really well in my life every single day. I came from a place where I wasn't able to manage my life at all. I actually let other people manage it for me. That caused me a lot of pain. And now I manage my own life. But I do it from a place of truth, without blame, shame, guilt, and victimization, without worry, fear, and doubt, without all of those other things. Because I'm willing to accept myself in everything that shows up, whether I'm proud of it or not, not so much. I allow those things to show up. I'm willing to accept. And that's hard. Most people don't like have trouble accepting their own behavior fully because they want to stay in blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. They want to stay there because it makes it easier. You're in those stories because you're not yet willing to accept fully your own behavior. Regardless of what the other person was doing or not doing. Saying or not saying. When you're fully ready to accept your own behavior, you no longer need to lean on blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. It's no longer required. Because it no longer matters what the other person was doing or not doing, saying or not saying. Your behavior is no longer dependent on other people. It is only dependent on you. Your well-being is within you. Your ability to be okay is within you and is not dependent on what is or is not happening around you. At all. 
even in conversation with other people. Your ability to be okay is within yourself, even when you are interacting with other people. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about other people. You just recognize other people's stuff and you are no longer willing to pick it up. That's all it is. You just recognize the snowball and you leave it on the ground. It doesn't mean you can't be compassionate. It doesn't mean you can't have empathy. It doesn't mean you can't do all those things. You just recognize the snowball and you don't play. Because you understand that throwing snowballs does not solve the problem. You've learned how to manage yourself within your own experience by understanding your own behavior and what triggers all of your own behavior. You're willing to accept all of it. So that means you're no longer a volcano. You don't have to blow anything up. Because you fully accept who you are. You're fully willing to accept your own behavior. And you're fully willing to change it when it doesn't work for you. You allow yourself the opportunity to heal because you're willing to sit with yourself after every experience you have. And find the truth in that experience. I didn't start here, guys. I didn't start here. I started one experience at a time. And sometimes it would be one experience every six months because it would take me that long to find the truth of what was going on. Because I was so wrapped up in so much pain and so many stories. It would take me forever to unwind simple experiences in my life because of the amount of pain I was in. But now I'm at a place where I've unwound everything. There's nothing more to unwind. So now I can take the simple experiences and they remain simple. I can unwind every experience very easily because it doesn't take a lot. And I'm willing to accept my own stuff. So anything that shows up that's mine, that is for me, that I need to understand, learn, accept, heal, deal with, whatever the heck, I just do it. But if you're just getting going on this path, then it might take you six months to unwind one situation because of all the stuff you've got wrapped up. Right? When, when I first started working with people, it re would remind me of like this big wall of big, big ball of like a thousand little pieces of yarn. It's like this big ball of goo. It's this big ball of stuff. 
of all this twisted up knotted yarn and it's all just in a hump in a clump in a ball and there's really it's a mess and your job because that's what humans do with their experiences when they're not taught how to manage them what they do is they sort of lump them all together and they turn into this big it's like hoarding <laughs> turns into this big mess and the job is to unwind all that clutter is to is to sort through all the stuff that's your job at the beginning that's what you do you have to sort through it all you got to figure out where all the dang clutter came from and you got to turf everything that's not yours So when you do that, when you turf everything that's not yours at the beginning, it clears out a lot of stuff. 50% of what you hang on to isn't even yours. But you've attached so much blame, shame, guilt, and victimization to everything that you hang on to things that aren't yours because of those stories that you tell. So when you stop doing that, you clear away 50% of the crap. Now you just got your own stuff. So now you got to sort out what's what. And what you quickly start to realize is, is a lot of it is wrapped up in the same half a dozen things. And it's really easy to sort of find what I like to some, well, sometimes call the core wound. It's really easy to sort of find the root of the tree at that point. And each of those little experiences is showing you a different root. It's all part of the same thing, but it's showing you a different route, right? Powerlessness was people pleasing and saying yes all the time and giving in and doing blah and all that, right? It's showing up as all of these little patterns. It's all part of the same route. It's all part of the same tree. Right? So when you begin to sort all of that out and you figure it all out and you get you get so you have a, a, a whole picture, you have the picture of the whole tree, not just one root. It makes a difference. It allows you to separate and sort and understand your own behavior, accept your own experiences. You figure everything out. You get rid of what's not yours. And you get OK with the things that are there because those things represent you. The stuff that you're left with is who you are. The good, the bad, and the ugly, but it is who you are. And if you're arguing with any one of those pieces by saying, I shouldn't have done that thing, or it shouldn't have been like that, then you haven't accepted yourself yet. Your job is to accept. And it doesn't mean you can't change the pieces you're not proud of. Acceptance doesn't stop you from changing the piece. Acceptance just means you're not arguing with it. You can't change something you're still mad at yourself for. So you have to be able to get okay. You have to let yourself off the proverbial hook. To truly change it in a meaningful way, you have to be willing to let yourself off the hook first. You have to accept your own behavior. How do you get towards acceptance? You let go of the stories. You get to a place where it's, I did that. The end. I did that. 
That's all it is. There's no argument. There's no but. There's no should. There's no whatever. There's none of nothing. It is I did that. And then you look around and you say, what's a better way to handle things? And you find the better thing, the better way to manage. And you change your behavior. You can't go back and fix it. It happened, right? We don't have a time machine. There's no warp. We're not going backwards. You cannot go back over there and redo it. You don't get a model again. You cannot do that. So you have to be okay with it. And you have to figure out how to change it from where you are. Your power is where you are. It's on your couch where you are right now wherever you are if you're driving right now your power is in that moment so what are you going to do how do you change your behavior from where you are what's the new behavior and it may be simply i just don't act like that and that's okay too but then understand why you were acting that way in the first place what was the trigger what were you protecting We have to be able to honor everything that happens. We have to be able to honor all experiences equally. They all have value. The good ones, the bad ones, the ugly ones. They all have value. And it is only when you're able to honor your own stuff. recognizing other people's stuff even though you don't get full clarity around other people's stuff only when you can fully honor all of it from where you are are you able to change it in truly meaningful ways it's a process. One thing at a time, slowly unwinding the ball of yarn until you stop overreacting, stop being so triggered, learn to be okay in your experiences, stop doing blame, shame, victimization, and guilt, get out of worry, fear, and doubt. Only then will you find that life isn't as bad as you thought it was. Even if nothing changes in your external experience, your life is much better than you think it is. You just can't see it because of all the stuff you got going on, but I promise you, it's better than you think it is. When you remove all the stuff, you'd be surprised what a difference doing those things makes to how you see your life and what's going on in it. Okay, gang, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening today. I appreciate you. I'm going to try real hard to be back on Thursday. We'll see how this goes this week. I love all of you to bits. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Have a good one, everybody. This has been Della with Spirituality Unpacked. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. You have just been listening to Spirituality Unpacked with Della Ren. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and don't miss new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Talk to you then.